episode 14 of The Spoiler Log and a link to the past Randomizer podcast. I'm your host, Dante. And uh, yeah, so the community right now, Park has officially concluded the first admin election. And we have five new amazing admins. Uh, we have Drossy, Fear Agent, Homemade Beer, PH, Jesse or Radical Sniper 99. And uh, I'll say I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this. I think this is a good diverse group. I'm happy with this uh, like at face value. Like, I mean, obviously it's easy to say, yeah, well, these guys are great. And I think they're, they're going to be fine. And I, I do genuinely think they're going to be fine in said role. I have a lot that I kind of want to say, not so much about them, but just kind of about everything in general. I haven't really, I, I've tried airing some of it out. I haven't found a professional way to do it. That doesn't make me sound like self entitled, but I am happy to be. What's the word? I don't want to say done, but I'm happy to be less involved as of yesterday. I really wanted out. I wanted I was so stressed from making so many decisions and I <laughs> I was so waiting for August 1st and here we are August 17th as this comes out basically a full two and a half weeks almost past the original link to the past rando council onboarding situation but everything's water under the bridge I think we're in a better spot. I don't think it's viewable to be in a better spot for some people, but I do feel that we will be when it's all said and done. I, on their behalf, am going to say, give them some time, be patient with them. Kind of like I was asking for us to but be patient. They're not going to have this figured out in one day. They're not going to have this figured out in one week. They may not have it figured out in one month. I'm not going to keep going on and on about that. It'll be too much. Today's episode, we've got Mr. Aaron Snurd. I was super excited to talk to him. Uh, it was a great conversation, and I hope you guys are going to enjoy this. He's such a great dude, and I had I had the pleasure of meeting him at Speed Gaming Live back in 2022. And when I started this up, I kind of thought he would probably be someone great to talk to. And he definitely was. So, yeah, let's jump right on in. And today on the spoiler log, we have Mr. Aaron Snurd himself. How's it going, man? Good, good. How you doing? I uh, can't complain. Um, I could, but, you know, as they say, it won't do any good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, no reason to complain. We're here talking and just chilling, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's uh, anyway, there's nothing in this community to ever complain about. Um, but let's let's talk about things I don't want to complain about, which are uh, which is uh, learn a little bit about you, uh, my good sir. So I guess tell me a little bit. Take me back. Tell me about the gaming history. Tell me about uh, how much games were involved in your life. Oh, uh, games were pretty much as I was growing up, like I've been playing video games since I was basically four years old. I mean, you know, 
And the first thing I picked up was a Super Nintendo, of course, because, you know, my, oh, that's perfect. My, yeah. My, uh, my family is, you know, ran well in our family and we had tons of, you know, Mario games. We had, uh, pretty much as we were growing up, all the Zelda games, uh, you know, on the N64 and then from there, it was basically me only at the games site. So it was basically GameCube, you know, uh, all the Wii Z- Zeldas, all of that. And I grew up with gaming, so it's been, you know, bit, quite a bit of a influence for me. Uh, so, yeah, I basically been doing this for, you know, basically been playing games for 26 years of my life. <laughs> OK. All right. So that yeah. puts you right about 30 is yes. what I'm gathering. OK, yeah. good. Guess. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I can do addition. You know, if you did put multiplication in there, I may have had trouble. Uh, but so I'm trying to do a little math, and I'm trying to do it quick while I'm stalling for time. But four years old, 26 years ago. Uh, so the the Super Nintendo was not quite the hot and fresh, brand new thing uh, during that time. If I'm I'm thinking this correct, uh, it may have been on the on its way out, per se. Yeah, I believe that's right. I don't even think I'm not sure if Super Metroid was out yet at that point, too, because uh, I know that was at the end of its life, too. So, yeah, Super Metroid was later, I think. Uh, man, I should know this, but I don't. Um, <laughs> so so tell me tell me about like, do you do you have what's, what's your first memory? I guess uh, was it just Super Nintendo? Like what what can you go back to? Maybe that's like this was this was the first game that left an impression on me. I think for me, it was when I played, uh, so I didn't, I wasn't a big completionist, right? Like I didn't beat games to the end of it until I think before, until I played uh, Wind Waker uh, was when I finally just sat there, played the game completely uh, right at t- right until the end. And I think that was the f- like first moment where you feel accomplishment <laughs> sure. finishing this, you know, big, you know, big game because it was fairly big for the time. Right. Uh, you know, and a different style of game, obviously. But for me, it was, you know, when you put the, when you plant the sword into Cannon's head, it just felt oh, yeah. so good <laughs> to finish that game. Yeah. That, that really gave me, you know, it was later in my growing up, I guess I'm, I'm just slightly older than you, but I remember <laughs> like getting that like awesome feeling from like Ocarina of Time ending, planting the sword in Ganon's head. And then it was like, even though Wind Waker wasn't one of my favorite games, the way that game ended, the way the story concluded was just so epic. Uh, and, uh, you know, you have to, you know, pay homage to something that's as good as that. Yeah, absolutely. It just, it just makes you feel so good when you get the little cartoon link to just plant the sword right on the top of the head. It's like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> finally. Yeah, it's finally over. So you, that was, so that's the first game you said really that you played like completionist style. Um, yeah. I guess like, I mean, obviously we're here because we have an affinity for a Super Nintendo ROM hack, uh, you know, in this community. But I guess were there any like, do you remember any like Super Nintendo like games, even if you didn't complete them? Like, were there any like really good fun ones that you recall? Yeah. So the big one that I always remembered back when I was super young was uh, Super Mario All-Stars, you know, the. Specifically with when it came to uh, Super Mario Brothers 3, it was a big one for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And growing up with that, it just, you know, it's the one of the earlier memories I have of just, you know, playing levels, even though you die every five, you know, five seconds because you're young and you don't know how to react to enemies. It just felt 
uh it was so fun when i was playing it uh and when you eventually did beat a level as you know as young as you are it felt really good <laughs> yeah you always felt like you accomplished something and like looking back it's kind of yeah. like you know i remember when mario games came out when i was like a young adult and i was thinking man these games have gotten easier and then you go back and play the old ones and it's like no nah, the old ones were harder but not as hard as i remember i was just i was just bad so. yeah that's right yeah that's i say that every day i'm just bad <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of us do uh so that's that's relatable yeah um so gamecube were there any other like big games that you played in that time frame or uh any like favorites uh super mario sunshine in the gamecube uh, i know people talk talk about it talk, give it a lot of flack but it was one of my favorite games Obviously, the speedrunning community would say otherwise. But hey, yeah, uh, you know, it's still fun. It's still as jank as possible, <laughs> but it it was enjoyable for me. And then, as it got to the end of its life, Twilight Princess, when it came out, uh, going from GameCube to Wii was uh, was definitely interesting. Yeah. So, were you one of the the people who played Twilight Princess on the GameCube first, or were did were, did you okay? So you yeah, did. I did. Yeah, I played uh, I played it on GameCube first and then I had to get comfortable with the motion controls on the Wii. I'm like, what <laughs> am I doing here? This is confusing. Well, plus then everything's mirrored, right? Like, right. Yeah, I I played it at a friend's house like he got it on GameCube and I went to go see it and I'm like, what is wrong with this game? And I think it took me like an hour. I was sitting there like racking my brain like <laughs> what is happening? Uh, and then I realized everything's just mirrored and it literally was it was the biggest like Thing screwing with yeah. my mind the entire time let's stop this right now and just say that link is left-handed he holds his sword in his left hand let's completely get this out of the way <laughs> oh yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> i totally agree with you on that yeah yeah uh, uh so let's see putting some timetables together you you play a gamecube that's probably you know what late high school uh yep. for you and uh you know, when you go, I guess, going to college or something or venturing into young adult life, were you doing much as far as gaming or was that kind of a time to kind of put the brakes on it a bit? Yeah, that did end up being a little bit of a time where I didn't get into it as much. You know, obviously I had friends who were, you know, had, you know, specific systems, you know, but they were more like Xbox, PlayStation, all that stuff. Where sure. I usually was a Nintendo person, I kind of stuck to that realm, uh, and it was the thing I was the most comfortable with. So I didn't really get anything else uh, mm-hmm. at that point. So I would just more so jump in on stuff they were playing with my roommates at that time. But after that, you know, in between that, it was really a lot scaled down in comparison because you don't really have the time, right? So yeah, uh, for sure, yeah. But yeah, that's what I, that was the big thing for me was just a little bit here and there, but nothing crazy. Yeah. Time is like so hard. I think a lot in college for gaming, you know, a lot of people find a way to make it happen. Uh, but, you know, when people are committed to whatever they're studying, then it, time gets harder. And then when you get out of college, it's kind of like, OK, I have a job. And then when I'm not at my job or working, I'm going <laughs> to I'm just going to play games. It's like you jump yeah. right head first back into it. That is exactly right. <laughs> that's that's me right now. <laughs> so uh, let's see. Did you or did you do any PC gaming or is it all mainly were you just kind of all consoles growing you know, up? And- it was all consoles for me and it was mainly because I didn't really get deep into the PC thing until realistically until, you know, that year that doesn't want it to be talked about hit. 
Oh, um, sure. Yeah, but that was when I jumped into that. Otherwise, it was all consoles, even when, you know, I was going through, you know, college, university, and then even deeper into that. I didn't really get that deep into, you know, PC stuff until, you know, much later. Sure. I got you. So I went through college. I'm trying to I'm trying to think about this chronologically. Uh, I, I guess in all this, are you aware of things like Twitch firing up? Uh, I know that's probably a little like later college for you uh, or, or early adulthood out of college. But Twitch, uh, Justin TV, uh, are these things that you're aware of or being involved in? Honestly, no, I didn't even think about it uh, at that time. And I didn't even know anybody who did it at that point, too. So okay. which I thought which I kind of feel like is incredible knowing where where we are now but yeah when i was going through college university even you know years through past 2015 you know i didn't know anybody that was streaming anywhere really it seems like you were one of the most uh we'll say astute uh people in the community uh that that i've heard from it's like you know i didn't do anything i know nothing uh i was i was going to school and i was i was being <laughs> mature uh trying to yeah <laughs> <laughs> doing our best at it right yeah that's uh, exactly right <laughs> so a bird told me this and if you don't want to talk about this you don't have to uh but a little bird told me that um you have a job in sales and i'm assuming that is related to your college degree uh in some form yeah it's uh you know it's pharmaceutical sales so we're you know what i work for what company i work for it's uh specific to the dermatology field. So it is in relation to some of the degrees that I have uh, currently, which is nice, you know, nice to put used to oh, yeah, schooling sure. that you do, right? <laughs> well, yeah, if you dedicate, I mean, like I gathered from just talking to you this little bit already that if you dedicate all this time to something, you want it to be beneficial. You don't want to study something for eight years and then say, I'm just going to go do something, you know, somewhere else uh, or four to eight years, you know, depending on whatever field you absolutely know, how high you are as far as the educational standard absolutely that's, that's, that's pretty cool because i know nothing about sales uh i know how to list something on like facebook marketplace <laughs> or ebay and hope someone buys it and i know um whatever google tells me about pharmaceuticals so <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. is probably scary <laughs> yeah i was gonna say yeah the thing about sales is that it, it's fun if you just have those keywords in it, right? You just have to, your big thing about sales is just specifically giving people information fast, but also being able to bring them into your information. That's the fun part about sales. Uh, but yeah. 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 That would, I, I could understand that because I feel like you have to get a fire hose amount of information like shot out, but you also have to not blow them away and make them their eyes kind of glaze over. Uh, yeah. which I feel like sometimes when, you know, during this past mentor tournament, when I was talking to some folks, I, I warned them, I'm like, I'm going to give you a lot of information very quickly. And if you need me to tell you to shut up, I, you know, I was like, I'm worried I'm going to be spewing a fire hose and you're going to be like, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. So I guess, tell me about finding ALTTPR or speed running. I'm assuming based on 2020, uh, maybe that's around the time you first found out about it. And uh, you, you've kind of told us this before on a Go Mode podcast episode when we'll get to that, when you uh, won something very, very, very prestigious 
as far as uh, at least how some people treat it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, so a lot of my AOTDPR experience uh, in terms of watching to begin with uh, started with just I was bored. You know, everybody was bored in 2020, so I started cruising yeah. YouTube and uh, ended up watching Andy's uh, stuff that he uploaded on his YouTube. And that's sort of where that's when I started discovering Twitch. Uh and that's where the live streaming came into effect, right? Or started mm-hmm. watching the live streaming. So, um, you know, I did a bunch of that when I was kind of just like, well, I'm stuck inside. What do I do? <laughs> I guess I might as well watch something that's yeah. at least some form of entertainment, right? So sure. yeah, I ended up doing that, uh, watching his live streams, all that, you know, good stuff. And then there was a raid that went to a, well, I don't want to call her former, but still, you know, streams these days, Chelsea Exlin. She was right. the one who basically encouraged a lot of the uh go do go try this. You know, it's fun. Even if you've never played the game, go give it a go. That was where I first started to decide to play the game, just play some casual games uh of the randomizer. I didn't even play the vanilla game. I said forget it. I'm just gonna wow. play right into the okay. randomizer. Yeah. I have no idea what this game is. I am learning on the fly. <laughs> But yeah, that's what, uh, that's what got me into. That's the earliest uh, that got me into a link to the past randomizer. Okay. So I got, I guess like you could say that a link to the past as a game and probably even as a randomizer, pretty beginner friendly just because, I mean, I'll be honest. I've said this on multiple occasions. I tried to not replay the Minish cap and I was like, I'm going to play Minish cat rando. Got a seed got a tracker and I was like, I don't know where half this crap is even with a map tracker. And I, I, I think I quit about 30 minutes in and was like, this isn't fun. And it, it was yeah, my fault. It that. wasn't fun, but I could see, you know, links at the past. <laughs> yeah. Not so much that. No, um, it's so, not. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess you, you were watching Chelsea X Lynn. Um, you know, I, I think I recall when you were on GMP, you did mention that, a lot of times, like, was she someone that you watched quite a bit as far as like Twitch at that time once you came across her community? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot nicer, you know, when you get that opportunity to be, you know, in discussions with somebody who is that welcoming to the community, right? She, you mm-hmm. know, she was very supportive of new people bringing in, you know, coming into the community and just trying to be better uh, in that sense. Uh, so, yeah, it, and I, you know, I also was... That was the first stream I ended up being a mod in. So it kind of, you know, it was okay. that, yeah, it was that, you know, slow progression of like, oh, hey, look, you know, I guess this community is pretty big and, you know, it's, it was a lot of fun to, you know, to do, to do that. It's still, and to still do that, of course. But oh, yeah, yeah, it's really nice to have somebody who's that welcoming uh, into the community. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, you kind of learning some of that uh, has taken, some some root in you and you know uh, I'm, I'm jumping ahead but you know you kind of giving back a lot of things in this community now with being uh parts of part of like running and moderating tournaments uh and uh i believe you have your own little discord with some folks that you kind of help you know run the show i believe uh called the playhouse if i'm getting yeah. that correct yeah the rando playhouse where uh the idea is just a you know one for pickup races every we uh, you have like four 40 different discords for that, but to just get better, I mean, there's a good chunk of people in there who have been racing a long time, who have uh, been in the mentor tournament so they can help with just understanding that and are just 
always interested to help. So, you know, if you ask questions, you know, we're, we're there to help. Um, and if, uh, you know, people who started it, you know, John Snoo, myself and Vextiver, if we're not there, there's a handful of other people who can absolutely help. So it's, yeah, it's definitely something that's been really, really nice to do. Um, and not only that being a part of so many different tournaments and running, uh, you know, just a little fun, little po- poke and, uh, you know, a little brag, humble brag, you know, having one of the biggest tournaments of the year in casual boots, uh, with so many mentees in it is yeah. such a really big, uh, thing for me. So it's really exciting to be a part of that and, uh, see, uh, seeing this tournament run, uh, and being, and being a part of it as a racer as well. Oh yeah, for sure. And I, I want to, I, I want to cast blame on you guys in casual boots to say that the fact that there is a standalone casual boots tournament is the reason why we had standard boots in the main tournament this year and, and not actual casual boots. <laughs> that's, that's my story. I'm sticking to it and I'm, I'm casting that blame up on all of you, you, Josh and uh, doc. Hey, you know what? It's what, it's what we do. We create a tournament and well, and so much for casual boots and me. <laughs> Oh, it's all good. Uh, I think standard boots has its place too, but uh, except everyone who loves swords. Yes. Uh, (laughs) So let's, let's rewind just a bit. So when did you decide, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go from playing some of this ALTTPR and watching Chelsea and Andy. When did you decide it's time to dip my toes into the competitive scene and see what that's all about? I think it was from when I, First, I, I decided while well, the ladder was just coming out and being a little bit more, you know, prevalent, right? So uh, mm-hmm. that was kind of the perfect spot uh, to get comfortable in with competition. And it was a little bit more of that um, approachable competition that I could say, because you don't know who you're racing. Uh, so you're not going back looking at tapes and going, uh oh, like I'm in trouble already. Yeah. Whereas, you know, with the ladder, you're just like, I'm just going to play. I'm going to get it, get things as fast as I can. Hopefully I can produce a win. And if not, you know, so be it. I will learn from it in a different way. Right. Right. That was the, and that was in, I think September or October of 2020, I started to, you know, really, really push that, uh, to start playing and, you know, whole, uh, and being in that competitive scene. Uh, that was the start. Okay. All right. So, Playing ladder, trying to learn from your mistakes and from your opponent's mistakes <laughs> and successes as well. Uh, progressing through that. So how did you find out about the mentor tournament? Because that's that's where obviously the first time I really noticed your name. Uh, and, you know, granted, I'm, I'm here around GP and help. I say I help run the mentor tournament. I really don't. Uh, that's literally like Lumaga, the admins and, and temps doing, I just try to help when I can. But, uh, that's, that's when I remember first seeing your name. And I believe that was 2021 around that's that time. Correct. Yep. That should be right. Okay. So, so how did you come about finding that and deciding, you know what, this is what I'll do. Well, I think the big thing was that I always, after the main tournament qualifiers, I from that year, I started to realize that I'm not good enough to get there. So I need to find the way to get there. I forget how I got to the go mode po- uh, podcast, uh, discord. I don't know who sent me the invite, but I ended up there and saw that the mentor tournament was coming out and you said, you know what, maybe this is the perfect way to get help and, you know, push through that barrier of like getting past, you know, 
maybe even the nerves of racing, maybe even just the sure. main tournament, you know, jitters because you're in, you know, it's a big, big qualifier room. And, you know, we got rid of that this last year, but with those, or with, we yeah. limited it this year, I should say, but with the massive hundred person rooms, you go, wait a minute, this is a huge room. Like, then you have to start thinking, uh Oh, do I need to do things differently? But the, the mentor tournament helps with sort of calming that a little bit. Cause you get competitive races mixed sure. with help and mentorship. So that's what, one of the big things about the mentor tournament that's been, that's really nice that I could see that I saw that progressing next year and I saw that this year as well. So, um, so yeah, that's one of the big reasons how, uh, and how I got there to the mentor tournament. So, I mean, let's be real. Like you said, a hundred person race room is intimidating. Uh, yes. luckily, luckily when you start a race, most times it's one V one in, in a tournament setting, except for those big quals. And I think what makes, I think one of the things I really like about the mentor tournament is that having, I, I can't say this cause I've never been, well, I, I've been there in overworld glitches and it definitely made me feel better, but having someone there in your ear that you feel is experienced, they may not be the, the most prestigious runner in rando, but the fact that they know what they're talking about usually, or have the ability to say, I can get you to someone who knows about that is just so calming, I think. And it, takes a lot of the edge off for for some of those races is that like that, that's kind of how I felt with the overworld glitch stuff it was you know I some of these clips I don't know having someone talk me through them kind of made me just feel like it was another relaxing like just hang out have fun race was that was that kind of your experience going through those mentored stages a hundred percent I had a really really good mentor though uh in Walter who is just already soft-spoken as it is. So that in itself is calming. I'm, yeah. I don't have that voice. So um, I can understand, you know, if, if it's sometimes maybe for me or talking to other people comes off as abrasive, his voice is, you know, so, uh, calm and, you know, softer. So it was a lot easier to stay calm that way. And, you know, he had a lot of knowledge and, you know, suggestions as you're going to, um, which made life a lot easier in racing because it's nice to just, kind of have somebody there to talk to sometimes too. Yeah. I think that some of the other times being in races, you know, it, it gets hard sometimes because you're, you know, you don't have somebody to, you know, talk to, or you're talking through your own decision, but you're really just, you have yourself. Right. So yeah. Um, having that person there feels really, really comfortable. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I'm sure people probably would, my wife probably thinks I'm crazy because when the tournament races, you know, Mike's off or restream or something, I'm literally talking out loud to myself and calling myself an idiot. No, they shouldn't have thought of that. That's terrible. Do something else. Uh, that's right. So that's, that's <laughs> me to a T. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So that's, that's relatable. So you go through main uh, mentor tournament and then you end up going to gold sword bracket. And then I'm kind of, I'm kind of skipping a little bit, but you win the whole thing and you know, you come on the go mode podcast, you tell us all about it. So I'm not going to ask you to go into excruciating detail like further, but I mean, looking back now, here we are in 2023, you're still involved with this community. Um, I mean, was uh, was that something that you kind of say, I'm really glad I got to experience this? Uh, do you think and I guess a second addendum to that would be kind of do you feel like that helped you get to where you are or do you think you could have gotten to where you are on your own in that same amount of time? And you can say yes to that. You could say you didn't need the mentor tournament. That's that's fair. But I actually believe 100 percent that. Uh, it accelerated uh, my ability to get to where I am now. Don't get me don't get me wrong. I'm 
super competitive and I know I would push to, you know, get better, but having that structure mm-hmm. of a tournament there just to be available for the help and the needs that, you know, you're asking, you're hoping for, you're asking for just those, like even those minor glitches that, you know, you weren't comfortable sure. with before that is huge in the mentor tournament. So absolutely. While I believe I would have eventually gotten to the degree that I was, I don't think it would have, t- it would have taken the same amount of time. I would have been, uh, it would have taken me a lot longer if I didn't have the mentor tournament. Not only that, uh, you know, meeting all the people in the mentor tournament, getting into different communities. The reason I know, you know, know John's new investor so well is because we were the same year of mentor tournament. Um, mainly Vexeru, who was never on the scene at that point until 2021. And mm-hmm. he's got a better NMG time than me. Like <laughs> I was playing before him. <laughs> All right. How, how much, how much did he cut you by? Like what he's are, got what are we me out? by, he's got me right now. I think by 20 seconds or so. Okay. It's not on the All board right. right now. I do have a 128.52. I'm holding on to. I just haven't cut it yet or uh, uh, highlighted a what it. now. Excuse a me. A 128.52. Okay, I thought you said a 120.52, and I was gonna be no, like, "Sir, I need to see a VOD." Yeah, I was about <laughs> yeah, to say, "Sir, <laughs> uh, Ari would love to review that." Yeah, but- no kidding. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Uh, but yeah, that's I mean, that's kind of one of the good things we've seen. Like you know, I've seen you know the 40 box community kind of spawn yeah. outside of or through the mentor tournament. Now you've got the Rando Playhouse. I kind of want to harp on that a bit. I, I'm assuming that's kind of where you guys have all y'all secret meetings for uh the team rando uh what was rando babies uh i believe back in season four if i'm getting that correct that's the alttpr league okay so tell me how rando babies formed because now if our website's correct it looks like john snoot was not on that team that's right he was not um so what happened was the first season uh vex for myself you know we teamed in the spoiler uh Iowa spoiler tournament, which you know went well for us, you know, being the first time that we're in something along that lines. Uh, he's a great pilot. Uh, I'm really happy to have him as a pilot, but we did, we wanted to do league. We just needed a third to kind of jump in with us. And, uh, you know, we were trying to convince John, but John had made, you know, a plan to play with another team, which all, you know, I respected the decision sure. to stick with the team that you wanted to, you know, play with or said you would play with first. Then uh, we talked to Norsk Maddie, you know, also doing really well right now, by the way. And mm-hmm. uh, we formed Rando Babies and getting into that first uh, first season got us comfortable with how the league structure was, you know, getting an idea of, you know, who we're going to face and how we're going to adjust based on who we're facing. Right. Um, and then, you know, the playoff structure, you know, I know, uh we always wish that we were at sort of, we we call it full strength because Vex was going through some, you know, something health related. So he, you know, wasn't at full, full strength for that, but also um, scheduling wise, we were all a bit of a mess in there. So, um, so yeah, it was a bit of a play around with that scheduling, but you know, it was a good first season. But then after that, uh, we really wanted to make a push for uh, invitational. So we brought John on. Uh, Maddie ended up finding a really good team, anyways. Uh, in mm-hmm. W. Garrison and uh, CJ, who um, you know, everybody talks about CJ being you know a, a bit of a clown, but he's still a good Randall player. I'm just gonna point point that out. Probably one of the best co-op players out there too. Oh yeah. Um, 
And so that's how we formed rando toddlers. Cause that's, you know, as the years go on, you got to grow up. So you go from the babies oh, to yeah. the toddlers, get ready. It's com- I'm sure we're coming in for hot with another ch- name change soon, but we're still yeah. the same team, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, we're keep, we're going to keep going. <laughs> we're going to keep getting older. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask, like, does it progress? Uh, it's your team and you know, it's only been two years of it reminds me of the leftovers and how their name changes every single season. And they've been here since season one, uh, in some way, shape, or form. So I'm, right. I'm curious to see how in season six their name's going to change yet again if they decide to come. But yeah, I, I we'll like right that. I like I like seeing the team evolution, not only in player development and maybe player structure, but also the team name occasionally. That that makes it fun. So fast forwarding or kind of putting a pin in that as far as the league, I. I want to go back to something you said uh, about when you joined the mentor tournament, you did the main tournament qualifiers in 2021 and you said, I'm not good enough to get there. And then you turn that around entirely for 2022. So main tournament, uh, yeah. uh, you were in those qualifiers and you were in the group stage. So That's looking right. back, was that a, was that like a big accomplishment for you? Was that like a big, you know, relief to finally say you achieved that, that uh, ideal of that goal? Yeah, absolutely. For me, it was, you know, I want to make this. It was also because knowing that we were going to push hard for Invitational League, we needed something to say, hey, we belong with the best players in the Invitational League. If we don't, Mm -hmm. if there's the three of us that don't make it or we don't push past, you know, getting past the qualifiers, we don't have the ability to be like, hey, we can hang with the best players, you know, here. So we were like, okay, we have to make it. We have to push. And I, I mean, I was expecting to, you know, I got into groups and I was hoping to get out, but I think I just, you know, a couple bad decisions here and there caused that yeah. problem. But, uh, but, uh, but John and Vex ended up getting out, uh, into brackets. I believe Vex did any, anyways, yeah. I don't remember a lot of that, see that year, but you know, he ended up getting, they ended up getting out and, uh, you know, making pretty decent runs. So it was nice to, Nice to see, although I will always say to Vex, he uh, he might have threw a couple times uh, in his bracket races, uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, look, we've said this before. Pressure pressure can do a lot of things to people, and sometimes it, it causes ridiculous plays that work, and sometimes it just causes things to go awry. And unfortunately, I think that, that may have, from my vantage point, that may have been what happened with Vex, but, um, you know, I'm or, sure I'm sure we've all had our, our fair share of those. Or it's his hate for Ambrosia. I don't know which whichever one. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the uh, modes, uh, Ambrosia, Ambrosia, items on bosses. What a terrible idea, Blaine. <laughs> it's like the one thing you ever got wrong. Uh, <laughs> so, so you you do the twenty twenty two qualifiers, make those, uh, come back around, and you're helping. Um, Actually, I think we brought you on late as a mod for GMP. Uh, yes, for the, so we had some folks. Uh, I'll tell a little bit of the story. And so as and then I'm going to turn it over to you to kind of finish this. Yeah, we had all this list of players and somebody had kind of a decent time. We were I think from what I understand, the admins were on the fence about letting them in. And then all of a sudden you come with the scoop to uh, I believe it was John Snoo. And then at that point, it was like, we need him on the mod team, too. Uh, so, t- like, it, you don't have to name names if you don't want to. But I guess tell us tell us what you picked up on that, because I thought that was great. 
Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of the person. Um, either way. So, uh, yeah, there, I remember this really well because there was a, speci- a specific player and his, it, their times just didn't line up with their collection rates, at, you know, and something just didn't make sense. So I was looking at this, you know, at this person and they had a second account that they were, you know, that they were playing under that they had a ridiculous time under uh, this other, you know, what, you know, this other, you know, moniker. Right. Mm-hmm. So I I'm going to deep dive and they, they're beating players like homemade beer. They're beating players. Like, you know, I've seen these players lose to this person and I'm going, there's, there's gotta be no, there's gotta be, okay, if I see video proof of this, then this person can't be in the tournament. Like, yeah, this is a high level player. And so I, there's no, there's no video evidence of it. So I go asking, you know, homie beer. Hey, do you know this player? Like, have you seen them play? He's like, yeah, I, you know, I've never seen an actual recording of them. So I don't know if the times, you know, actually true. I'm like, huh? Okay. So that's where I started, decided to go, Hey, I don't know that this is legit. Like, I think this might be, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit off, you know, off key, off key. So I was like, you know, eh, okay, let's just bring this up. And I think maybe yeah. we go from there. <laughs> yeah. It's always weird to me when you find a Smurf in like an actual Smurf in yeah. ALTTPR for a mentor tournament, you know, someone just trying to like stomp, the, the competition or something. It, it's just kind of, especially for a learning tournament, it's like for all the yeah. wrong reasons. I'm confused by the joy you get out of that because the idea is to be competitive, but competitive with people that will push you. Why would you want yeah. to just destroy a tournament that's meant for learning? I, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest, like in rocket league, you know, when it went like when it's free uh, or rather when I'm all like at someone's house, this was back before it was free to play. Uh, they were like, I'm really bad at this. And I was like, you want me to get you some rank points? And that was always like really fun yeah. just because it was like, uh, you know, uh, that that's kind of bad too, probably. But I, I don't feel like it's ruining an entire tournament. I'm not trying to like For join sure. this te- teach me how to game play uh, or play this game. So, yeah, I mean, you sniffing that out, I think is really good. And, you know, you guys have been a great asset to to us, like helping us out with you know, a lot of that tournament running stuff that me and Herf just don't do. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. Look, it's a, it's a big undertaking. So I don't expect, you know, everybody to just be like, Hey, it's all admin stuff. No chance. Like you have to have a team to do this. Right. So it's For a sure. tournament to take under. So, and speaking of tournaments, I, I kind of want to pivot a little bit. Tell me about all the tournaments you're involved in, because right now <laughs> I feel like one, there's so many tournaments in the community. I'm probably not even privy to all the, all of them, even though me and Tip try to get all of them listed for, for go mode at some point or another when we talk about them. Uh, but I feel like in some way, shape or form, you're involved in like all of them. You know, you're involved with casual <laughs> boots. You're involved with uh, mentor tournament over here in some capacity. And uh, I believe the, the Kabuki Tational as yep. well. I was an admin for the Kabuki Tational. Yep. Uh, of course, Kaz Boots, uh, moderator for the mentor tournament. Uh, I was an admin for Pilot Spoiler, although I will admit that that wasn't, yeah, I didn't do as much as I probably could have in there. It was just because they were sure. you know, a royal machine. It's okay. Like, you know, they, you know, Ricky did great stuff. So um, that's just, you know, why I think that that was the case. Um, I'm trying to think of all the other stuff that I had been a part of. Um, I feel like I'm missing one or two, but yeah, I know, uh, I know I've been 
involved with a, a good handful of stuff now. So um, it's, it's great running tournaments. It's great running, you know, something that it, two things that are kind of approachable because everybody always said, why don't we have boots for a good chunk of seeds? Well, at least you get two tournaments that, you know, at least sure. offer that, which is great. So, um, it's great to run yeah. them and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun and they're good. Modes, I mean, so if I had my way, the league would be nothing but boot start, but Same. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like there would be a subset of people who would just absolutely hate me. They blame me all over again, just like for swordless. So we're not going to do that. We just get some boot starts mode. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> so I guess also, let's see, you guys got promoted uh, with the league. You said you were, you were aiming for that invitational slot. That's and right. And then you guys got the call up when there was some openings available. Uh, yes. You guys in the season before, honestly, like made playoffs. So I feel like that's half the battle. Because yeah. in open, especially in that format, since we before we changed it, it was really hard just to make playoffs. Um, and then you you go up against JK LOL, which, you know, I think is some of you guys like min- mentors through through the mentor it tournament. For, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so tell me what your invitational experience was like versus your open. Like how how different was it for you? Did you treat it the same way? I think we treated it as like we want to win. We don't want to just see, we want to make playoffs. We want to at least get out of this group. And the big thing was that we, you know, we drew a really tough team early in bottles on empty. Uh, I feel like we should have taken game one, which is unfortunate. And then game two, I think uh, John and Vex just ended up in that, you know, in that core of like, mm-hmm. we went one way, they went the other way. The other way was right. So uh, that started off a little bit rough, but then, got back on track uh, in week two, but then it just started to, you know, we get, we'd get a win here and there, but we weren't like getting the wins that we needed. Uh, sure. So unfortunately, as it, you know, as it went, we didn't make playoffs, but we at least, you know, saved ourselves from being bottom of our group, which is huge. So fifth, we will take, you know, in that first season as, you know, as a team uh, really Oh yeah. getting comfortable in that invitational, you know, setting is huge. So it was a really good experience. We had a great time and I like, I like being competitive and I like racing against, you know, this, this group of competitive people. I mean, there's no shortage of them in invitational. So it's really fun to get that chance to, you know, to play them. Right. Honestly, like with the way the community has been developing, I really feel like open league, especially this year may end up being like invitational too. uh, you know, instead of like just the open league. I mean, we've, We've considered, you know, I'm probably dropping this out here. I'm sure Drossy's told somebody so. Uh, but I figure we, we at one point were considering a four fun league with no playoffs just to let people have fun and not have to worry about the competitive people, uh, you know, because of how how I mean, how much the community's growing. But defining that's a little tough. So we haven't so yes. we never really did anything with that since we didn't want to be like, OK, well, now you just get shoved in the the four fun league because what's the line in the sand? That's what we couldn't define. Right. Without yeah, that's without that. Yeah, without that line that's very definitive, then you can't have a a, a mid tier invitational, right? Which makes sense. Um, so you are based off of what we've been talking here and what I've learned about you, like you know, in our we we're not like the closest buds, but we've interacted yeah. quite a bit in the community. Uh, yeah. You're a very like focused and driven person. I'll be honest, when we talked on GMP, I had like 
So my problem is that I always assume that someone is their profile avatar until I either see them in person or see a picture of them. So when I saw a picture of you or just saw you at SGL, I was like, dude, this dude is built and very tall because uh, every everyone in this community is tall. I don't know. Understand why. Um, but I, I believe I, I mean, I'll say you work out, I assume. So you seem to be driven in You're that right. regard, too. Uh, with like, I'll say discipline, because I think something like that takes discipline. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, yeah, you, you kind of describe me to a T. I, I don't okay. like being bad <laughs> at things. I hate being bad at things. So when I am doing something, I like try to take it, uh, as a hundred percent as I can, obviously time permitting. That's a big thing. That's sure. always a big thing is time, but I will always, you know, take it as a hundred percent as I can as to, as to what, you know, you know how people are so tall there must be just something in the water that they're drinking i don't know like i don't i, I don't I know must what not it is. Be drinking the right stuff because i mean i'm a i'm a link to the past gamer too and i'm i'm not yeah, six seriously. feet tall i don't i don't get I, it i don't know I'm, I'm right i'm right there i'm just not six feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> yes if, if you haven't been to sgl anybody listening to this just come to sgl and just everybody's so tall like if you're over six feet then you're gonna be like no one's tall everyone's average height but it's it's absolutely ridiculous yeah <laughs> The fact that so, I found out that John was as tall as he was freaked me out. I'm like, whoa, you're actually huge. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is. He's one yeah. of those. Um, I guess uh, another thing. So back to, you know, the Playhouse Discord, uh, that community, like I've noticed a lot of the runners from last year's mentor tournament kind of flocking over there as well. You know, I popped in in there, you know, there's other, like you said, big name runners. So I, I, do you guys do you guys do asyncs like 40 box does like GMP does or is it just kind of more of a everybody games together and learns from each other? So at the beginning, it was the latter that we were just setting up this whole like, you know, let's just if anybody has a pickup race, let's just do that. Let's go, you know, grab mm-hmm. that. Let's let's take a seed from somebody you just played. We'll race against that and we'll figure out, you know, how what were the things that we missed? What are the micro changes that we need? Now we're trying to set up that slowly to get a actual bot that will produce an async, which is nice. It's something that we are slowly working on. Uh, and I think it's in like, it's, it's actually out now. So you can do, you know, actual have bot, you know, functions right, in right, there sure. for that. So we do have, we're, we're getting there. We're, you know, we're really close to having it be, you know, easy and, you know, accessible. So, yeah, so we are having that, but we also still have those pickup races, right? Or or just mm-hmm. those things of like, hey, play this seed. I need to figure out what I did wrong. That's a big yeah. one, actually. Yeah, kind of having that, just being like, you know, I got sw- I got smoked in this ladder race. You know, messaging a buddy can really help out with yeah. that and be like, can you just play this? You know, uh, that, that was me, like, playing all these casual boot seeds in the league. Yeah. And I was like, Ari, play this and tell me, what, like, a, like this practice, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Uh, <laughs> having having someone like that can really help you for sure. It's worse now though because I feel like you get to the point now where you're just like, I know what I did wrong, and now I hate it. <laughs> yeah, and you know you got to find a way to find some joy in it uh, as well. Because if you, yes, if, you if it's if it's too serious, you know, there's like you said, and I, I I'm very much the same way. If I if I go in on something, I want to go in a hundred percent, and I want to give it my all. I don't want to say I'm attempting to be competitive at anything and not try. And exactly. if, I, if I, if I get there, uh, I'll, you know, to that point, that's when I'm kind of like, all right, I'm going to try and 
back this off and not say that this is like my thing. Yeah. Uh, so I guess like, let me ask this too. Are, what are you guys expectations? I noticed uh, from what I'm gathering and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because maybe I'm just not paying attention. I don't think you have been playing rando quite as much. Like I didn't see your name even on, did I see your name on the qualifiers at all for the main tournament this year? I did a couple of okay. them. And then I think just because, you know, I was worried about time. I didn't want to, you know, uh, go, you know, put all my time into main tournament and, you know, I needed a bit of a break, you know, after league, there was just oh, a sure. lot, there was a lot of tournaments before that, before playing league. And, you know, at some point you just went, I need to just put it down, take a break for a bit. And, you know, it's actually helped. I haven't, you know, I've found more joy in the game. Casual boots has helped that a lot too. Um, for sure. Playing, you know, playing season, then just being, getting back to the puzzle aspect of the game and just being like, look, just play the game, you know, and then make decisions as you're finishing stuff that you can automate mm-hmm. in your head. So just do the things, you know, and then talk about the decision as you're playing. So it makes you just more comfortable that way. So it's, it's been good. Yeah. We, our expectation for league is, I believe it's to make playoffs this time. Uh, okay. Obviously that'll be, that'll be group dependent. Um, you know, it'd be competitive in every race uh, at the very least. Like if we're within, you know, a couple of minutes, then we could just be like, okay, we just made one bad decision fix that move on like sure yeah that would be the ideal I, uh, I I have to apologize already because I said expectation and this is coming off of like literally a couple episodes ago me and some other people talking about the expect having expectations is the killer of all joy and rando um, I guess I should have said maybe goals uh, as a, yeah, <laughs> instead of <fair>. expectations <laughs> um, but yeah I mean I'm hoping I know you guys have the capabilities of doing it uh, I haven't seen Obviously, we haven't opened up sign up, so I haven't seen the 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 list of players yet. But, you know, you guys have always kind of been since you've been on the scene, been a threat literally to any anybody you face up against. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how you guys play in this upcoming season. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to it this year. Uh, You know, seeing the seeing the modes, you know, it was a little bit a little bit more subdued in terms of the uh, announcement of things, but it was nice, you know, looking at the modes. I'm like, Hmm, these are going to be interesting. Let's, let's see what we could do with these. Yeah. We, we dialed it back. We didn't want to, we didn't want to piss everybody off again. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? That's okay. <laughs> Probably a good idea. I, th- I, I think mean, everybody's been a little pissed off a little bit lately. So let's just dial it back and just calm it down a bit again. Yeah. Let's have some fun. Uh, you yeah, know, exactly. Expert only swordless cross keys minimizer. That's that's week one. Um, <laughs> no, I said fun. I said fun. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't 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 hate on my fun, okay? <laughs> oh <won't>. man. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let me let me get to these questions for you, man. All right. So we ask I ask three questions to everybody, and you can be as honest or you can lie through your teeth. Just whatever you feel comfortable answering. So, <laughs> what is to this point, what is your most embarrassing moment in randomizer? Oh God. <laughs> um, oh, and Vex is good. And Vex knows this moment too. I, we were doing, um, pilot spoiler and he goes, Oh, there's something on the, on the Meyer bridge. And I'm like, what chest is the Meyer bridge? And he's like, the one on the, bridge you idiot it's right there's no (laughs) other bridge and i'm like oh man that's it that's the moment there it is 
I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Uh, oh, it's great. I, I'm like, what do you mean the bridge? The, the bridge right there. <laughs> I literally always mix up map and compass, but I feel yeah. like a lot of people do that. But the Brit, like the other, the other one that you might mess up is like pod bridge, arena bridge, arena ledge, because you know, they're, they're spelled kind of the mm-hmm. same, but Meyer bridge. Now that that's a brand new one. I yeah. think because <laughs> Meyer Meyer Bridge is literally oh, a lone chest. Yeah, the one chest. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a lone. So yeah. that that's actually pretty impressive. I ca- I like that a lot. <laughs> I'm just gonna pretend I was overtired. It's not true. I was dying. I was totally well slept. Just it was brain, middle of the night race, meltdown. right? Yeah, sure. You were, sched- yeah. you were scheduling in the morning for like European time zone. Yeah, sure. Yeah, brain just went happens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. All right. Question two. Uh, what is your favorite MSU pack to use? Oh, I'm between two. Uh, I, when I'm playing boots, I love the uh, Sonic Mania, uh, the Sonic Mania uh, group of, you know, songs. Okay. It's just so good. Um, the first uh, when you're doing casual boots, the first song in the uh, rain in the rain uh, escape sequence is so good. It hits so hard. So it gets you amped up right away. And you oh, yeah. hear that for at least a minute in a for at least a minute, right? Because you're coming out of, you know, coming out of the house, right? So that's always good. And then Harris music is good. Um and then GT sets the stage for, you know, for something intense, and then you're doing the climb. And then the other one is the uh Grand Poop World 2, which I know a lot of people are fans of. You know, those songs yeah. are great. Yeah. Grand Poop World 2 kind of fits almost into anything. Uh, yeah. as far as, as far as Swap that goes, Palace, so. Swap Palace is my favorite song out of the whole pack. <laughs> so good. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and lastly, so if you had to lose all your gaming memories, but you were allowed to just keep one, which one would you keep and why? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, very deep, damn, very hard. deep question. <laughs> oh, um, Ah, that one stumped me a bit. Um, <laughs> I'm only saying this because I know I have video proof of, you know, me playing as young as I am. So I'm going to say, honestly, um, when I crossed the finish line to win the mentor tournament, it's, you know, as crazy as it sounds, it's just that accomplishment of like, oh, you actually won a tournament for this. Even if it's a learning tournament, you won this. Like you, you did it. You, you were able to win this bracket. That's the top sure. of the bracket. You, you did it. So um, I think there was like a sense of, you know, accomplishment in that moment. So I think for me, that was the reason why I would pick that one. Um, mm-hmm. but if I didn't have video proof of it, it would probably be, probably be me at four years old playing, uh, Super Mario All-Stars. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, uh, I, I respect the, 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 the tournament win. And I say that because when you, when you actually, even if you don't win a tournament, I think if you go far in a tournament, it's a little harder to see, but it's, it's, I feel like it's easier to see when you win any of them, no matter how big or small that you have to not only play this game well, but you also have to just have a lot of things line up your way. It's almost like the stars have to align and say that Mr. Aaron Snurd is going to win this race. Like, because you know, there's so many variables at play during any of these seeds, you know, especially in like a cross keys, Casual boots. Yeah, 100%. You know, same deal. You know, you make, you turn left, your opponent turns right. Well, someone 
depending on how late that is in the seed, unless y'all cross paths again, like that could be it. That literally could be the decision. Um, yeah. And that's that's kind of how the game is all the time. So, yeah, I could respect that because you kind of you really do feel like, all right, all this lined up. So, you know, you can't really expect to replicate it again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, anything you want to plug, uh, anything you got coming up uh, besides like, uh, I guess, league season six and the ongoing casual boots tournament. Yeah, I mean, the casual boots tournament's going to be in brackets uh, within the next you know couple weeks. So we're excited for that. Um, I know Kabuki Tational will come out uh, in at some point this year, and I promise we are not doing best of three double elimination in brackets. So uh, we Thank will do God. single elimination, I promise. <laughs> and uh, we will have that at least at some point in the year um, before the new year hits. Um, and in terms of that, you know, anybody new who's not playing a link to the past randomizer, just jump into it. You know, feel free to mm-hmm. you know, ask some people, you know, join the go mode podcast uh, discord. That's literally your learning discord. Uh, you'll learn a ton of stuff there. Um, and then come to the playhouse. We're fun. We're fun people and we, uh, and we'll help. So, so yeah, okay. but, uh, but those are my big, you know, big things. All right. And uh, Twitch, I guess, twitch.tv slash Mr. Aaron snurd. You got After it right. Make sure we have a link to that. For That's you guys. right. Uh, well, well, thanks again for coming on, man. I, it was it was great chatting with you, uh, I, and uh, I'm really excited for people to get to hear your story uh, so far in this community. Yeah, I appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. So thanks for uh, thanks for the offer. And I'm glad I uh, glad I came on. All right, man. This has been Mr. Aaron Snurd on the Spoiler Log. Once again, I do want to say a huge thank you to Mr. Aaron Snurd for coming on the show. It was a pleasure to talk with him, hear about his story. And you guys go check out the Playhouse Discord. It's in the description. Coming up next week, we have Artie Walsh. Had a great convo with Artie Walsh. And hope you guys tune in for that one. But until then, we'll sign off. And we'll see you guys on the next episode.